Welcome to Abia's Ambiance. I'm so glad you could join me today. I'm so, so sorry for skipping last week Thursday. Had a lot on my plate. But right now, it's the middle of the night. It's raining. And I thought, why not make it up to you guys? Today's episode is actually last week, Thursday's episode. I had pre-recorded it, but I didn't post it because, like I said, I was busy. I hope you can hear the rain because it has me in such a peaceful mood. I am... I am feeling like a bonus for the audience. So, today I have a little present for you guys. I hope you forgive me and I hope you enjoy the poem. I'm not a disrespectful person. Halfway through a quarter pounder sipping on an unrecognizable drink. I let the pain sink into my thickened skin of which I loosened for you. I stand here and sound weak because my heart overwhelms my mind trying to justify your actions. But the disgust reeks. And I haven't been able to think straight for weeks, but it's clear your soul will look for what it seeks, which seems not to be me. I'm not a disrespectful person. Halfway through an hour of reflection, downing how I let go of my protection and let disinfection pollute my mind with self-deception. You are disgusting, I said. But you were wise to teach me that only I will be around for me. It's clearer than before to see that you deceive me further than I could believe. And on and on and on, I will forgive you. But you have no sickening clue that you disgust me. I'm not a disrespectful person. Halfway through a tearful cry alone. Well, you're still here, you're still listening, and waiting for that gift I promised you. Well, the gift I promised you is a personal note. This note was written about the guy who I wrote this poem about. This version of the poem expresses my anger and there are multiple versions of how I went through a transition, you know? First, you miss him more than anything. Then you love you more than anything. And then when he moves on and treats or 
chose to be treating someone else better, you go back and be bitter. That's the stage where this poem was written, the bitter stage. But then you speak to him and you realize you're okay. Not that you're okay with the way the situation is unfolding, but you're okay that it is unfolding and that you'll become better. When I reached that stage, I wrote a note. It was to myself, letting everything out. And sags, I wrote this about you. A thousand words. It began with a notification, never meant for me, but I received it anyway. A text exciting every bone in my body, footage that had gave me courage to text back. For a minute, I thought it would just be another page in my life that I was meant to turn. But for some reason, I can't unstick myself from the wet content on the page. I know that my statement is very broad, but I don't want anyone targeting my emotions to one person. Because one is never really one in my spectrum of emotions. And a whole lot contributed to my downfall, but this... He... Was just the last straw on the camel's back. Our story was very toxic from the get-go. All text messages between us were cryptic. As if we were unable to say what we really meant. So we hid it behind ambiguous conversation and sexual references. We were typical teens living in an age we were expected to act way beyond our age. The thing that would bother most is that we were comfortable in our own destruction. We were messed up on our own, but together we were the worst. That year we first spoke was just a speck of dust on what was to happen. By the end of the year, we were not speaking. I decided to give him space, but like a boomerang, the next year he returned, and like a clueless dog, I caught onto his flow and followed him into our destruction. I didn't know what I was preparing myself for, but as soon as our circumstances changed, our toxicity was exposed and my lungs failed on me. Have you ever been perfectly fine but feel as though every organism in your body is failing i knew how messed up i was and i decided to use him as my life support wow what a smart choice that was very healthy sarcasm aside i didn't want to admit that i needed help And the only person, people, who could help me were my inner selves. Have you ever asked your inner selves to help 
your outer self heal? At some point in life, some of us have a temporary multiple personality disorder. Each self thinking that they're the one required to protect the wounded main self. But in all honesty, none are needed. Yet there is no way ridding the others on your own. He brought out my inner selves and just in that manner he returned them. But before he could return them, I felt each one of them rip something from my body and add something to me as a person. They recreated me, each having a form within my inner self, my main self. Each form warned me about him, but I refused to listen because this new glorious self would not exist without him. Without him sharing bits of his emotional roller coaster, his messed up self, his different selves. He saw me emotionally naked and didn't take advantage of me. Instead, he studied me. He was in awe of the complexities hidden in my mind. And that's what hurts me the most. Have you ever wanted to erase someone else's memory of your vulnerability? That's what I wanted to do at the end of it all. My tears were not from the fact that I had lost him, but from the fact that he left with my emotional cloak. I didn't want anybody to see me the way he saw me. I didn't want to show anybody the mess I truly was. I was comfortable in my mess. Whenever I look back, I notice all that I have learned and how much I have grown. It's weird that you can grow within pain and unhappiness and within that you'll find the joy of the misery. I never thought I would end up this way. I never thought I would truly fear continuing my so-called love life after one relationship. At times I ask myself what would have happened if I hadn't replied. I felt as though I was a kid in a teenager's body and after all of that I finally grew into myself, understood myself more. Have you ever loved and despised someone for helping you grow? Because after it all I began to understand what I really wanted. And everything that surrounded me did not really fit into that description. Everyone around me was wearing a mask, but I could see through it. I could recognize what was real and what wasn't. Yet when I saw what wasn't real, I didn't discard of it. Instead, I laughed at how foolish I was before because I thought it was real. I kept the fake around because it was all I knew and now that I know more I keep them around to see if they will ever be real. Have you ever witnessed a fool in action? Well after all that I have learned you would have thought I would have made smarter decisions but there I was looking like a fool once again when I sent him that text. 
He saw it. He ignored it. I never thought I would do something so stupid. A heightened sense of emotion made me do something idiotic that set my pains in motion. There was no true motive. Just to be. It's crazy how we got to this point. I would have written him a thousand words. But I needed to leave one for myself. So here's to 999 words. I don't hold anything against you. I hope you do the same. Because through our insanity, you made me sane. Through our warped selves, you helped me be whole again. I gained something I had always had, but refused to acknowledge. Have you ever loved yourself more after being heartbroken? I put on shoes my size and stopped tripping over you. Craziest part is that I have never met you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my gift. I think I just might dedicate this week to sex. I will share another poem and gift on a different stage I was feeling for him. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys stay safe. This is me signing out. Mwah.